All right, we're here. We're both here. Hello. We've been here for. Hey. Should, should I, I try another intro? You want to try it again? Yeah, let's try it again. All right. Okay. I promise I won't record this part. Okay. Perfect. Record. This no. is a practice run. Yeah. Welcome to the For Reals podcast. We talk about movies because we love movies. I'm Dips. That's Sam. I am. Let's go. <laughs> I can't see Rachel's face in the background totally, but I know it's judging you. So <laughs> she's like, I, I stay quiet for this. <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know, also like I didn't just go for a walk. I had to be a part of this. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Okay. Um, good job. It was better than last time. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. That's yeah, worth sure. something. <laughs> it is worth a lot of stuff. Guess what we watched last night? What? I, I want to get into small talk, but yeah. we watched uh, That Thing You Do. Oh, man. We had both seen it before. Yeah, the you Oneaters. Know, but not much. Yeah, the Oneaters. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it is good. That song is very catchy. Oh, yeah, dude. And even though I knew it, I forgot that Tom Hanks is the one that wrote and directed that movie. Everything. Yeah, he, he had his hands wrist deep. So it was good. It had a good cast. Uh, the lead singer, you hate him, mm. but it's like it, he has a face that you want to punch. And that's why I said <laughs> last night, it's like, you just want to punch this guy. Forget the way he acts. It just all fits in together with this look at, on his face. But he did a very good job of being that bad guy. Right. And then what I hated is that at the end, when they go like, what happened to everybody? Like he's got he his his new band, which was called the Herdsman, which is one of the the names that he was. He's like, I keep going back to this name. I think this is a great name. He ends up getting like three gold albums and becoming like a record producer for the same company mm -hmm. that he quit. And I was like, oh come on, <laughs> it's a happy ending for everybody. But then he had to make him like who's a jerk the entire time. He has the best life. I I would love to dive into that era of music where. There's no social media. So going viral is going radio. It's going, you know, like, like international, everything like that. And there's yeah. so many bands of that genre that just got lost in the soup, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> it's a great movie, but that, that singer that you're right. You just want to punch him in the face when he's like, I quit. <laughs> I quit. I quit. <laughs> oh, smack him. Uh, oh, man. If we, if we were to get big enough to actually like sit down with Tom Hanks and have him on the show, I would want to find out like what's his inspiration for that movie, hmm. you know? And I don't know if he's done it before. I didn't look into this. Maybe he has, but it would just be uh, interesting to have a conversation about Was he ever that. a singer or anything? Do you know of? Not if he was oh, a singer, be... no. But he's he is like we've said it before. But Tom Hanks in the eighties and nineties, he was as as close to a stand up comedian as you could get without being one. I mean, the man was very funny. Oh, he was hysterical. Very funny. He started hysterical. Everybody that's alive today, that's younger than us, knows him as a serious actor that's taking on super dramatic roles and doing them well. You know, yes, hundred percent. But they don't bosom buddies. The burbs, <laughs> like they yeah. don't realize, like he started off just like Bruce Willis did, which was comedy, you know? Right. And then they folded yeah. over with their talents. 
Yeah. Uh, and arguably, Tom Hanks is funnier than Bruce Willis, hmm. even at his height. You haven't seen height. Blind Date? Yeah, sure. I have. Oh, I still think I still think Tom Hanks <laughs> is funnier than Bruce Willis at at his height of, of funny. I'll agree with you. He's still serious. I'll agree with you, but but that was a shock to me because I knew Bruce Willis as um what was the other one uh with the girl from Sex in the City. Yeah, he played. Um, was he a cop in yeah, that one? Yeah, yeah, and they were finding a serial killer or something. So like it was that? like a funny action hero, and then I I dialed back and I was like, oh, he was always comedy, but they, yeah, you know, in the future did action. Yeah, yeah, that was a more serious role. Mm-hmm. He did have some. Yeah, uh, I can't remember the name of that one. Um, but yeah, anyway, so like I, I'm I the only reason I saw that movie, uh, that thing you do, I brought it up to her. Is because I listened to a podcast. I just started listening to it, and I'm going to continue because it's hilarious. It's called "Fly in the Wall," mm. and it's with Dana Carvey and David Spade. I've seen clips of this. Yeah, it looks good. It's so good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, and I just listened to it. I didn't watch the 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 YouTube videos. It's a lot of fun because they just bring their um their friends on, and they they talk. But Tom Hanks is on there, and I was cracking up at the episode. Really, and most of it was because of Tom Hanks. Yeah, what, he's still funny. What What did he talk about? Oh, they they talked about the times of SNL and stuff, and then different movie roles and stuff like that. And and he he actually took over the podcast. Really, and was asking them questions for a while. <laughs> but like, are you going to stop Tom Hanks from talking? No, <laughs> like, you know, Tom, this you? is our show. No, absolutely not. It's like do whatever you want. This is all for you. <laughs> so, um, even if I don't, you know, agree with everything that he he believes in, and or whatever, even if we don't align, which I'm not even sure if we do or not. You don't have to because he's an you actor. Don't. Like the, exactly, like he has and a he, job, and that's the only thing that you know you really need to think about. But he's a funny guy, and he's got oh, great stories. Yeah, great stories. Like this was all just stories about just history, and they could have kept going and going and going. Probably a week long episode. They only have like an hour, hour and a half. So. Uh, it was just like I've heard someone say, and I think we said it before, um, that he's he's basically America's uncle, and he mm. really is. You know, just someone that you you look not look up to, but you, he's got funny stories. He makes you laugh. It's a good time. Can I tell you something? You got to look up. Okay. Uh, all right. So you know how SNL will have uh, guests on that are big, you know, Chappelle, Musk, you know, like everything. As like hosts this. or as, as hosts, like but they, cameos. but they inject them into skits, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I remember seeing this live on the Saturday night. Uh, he did a skit where it's like, Oh, here's cut scenes from the movie big. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's him like as a you know giant kid in a like a like a t-ball league like a like a baseball league blasting the catchers as he's routing the 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 bases and everything <laughs> and like lifting kids up and be like oh you're gonna mess with me i'm big i'm big <laughs> it's so great <laughs> i remember watching it when it came out and <laughs> losing my mind it was so funny I mean, they were going, uh, you know, behind the scenes and what they do uh, in read throughs. And I don't know if they do it like this anymore, but when they were, you know, in the the late 90s, Mm -hmm. they were or mid 90s to late 90s. No, I think maybe just mid 90s, really. Yeah. Talk about Dana Carvey. Yeah. Dana Carvey and Spade. 
So there was a little bit of overlap with David Spade and Dana Carvey, but mm-hmm. not, not a huge one. And um, but Tom Hanks had been on ten times, and he he would be part of the process. So they would bring the host in, and for these long nights, no matter who the host was, they would have to come into these readings and stuff like that. And he said that the most amazing part were was the pitch ideas. So you have a whole room all of cast and writers, all just pitching stuff constantly, and you have to you, like it goes firing like that, it out, that. yeah. Fine. And they're mostly bad, mostly bad. And he's like, I never knew how many ideas people would just come up with. But looking at it, it's like people, it's just spaghetti against the wall. Exactly. Yeah. And then whatever happens. So Chris Farley was always bad at that. It would never be able to come up with anything. Right. And so Lauren Michaels got to the point where he would just like kind of skip him. And but there was like one time that he he was in the room. Uh, Tom Hanks was there. I believe that's what the story was. Or maybe it was a different person. I, mm. I might be overlapping because I watched, I listened to a few of them over the last couple of days. Okay. But any, either way, Chris Farley pitched something, but he, he felt nervous. And so he's like, very like, timid. you know, uh, you know, you remember, you remember that, uh, that, that movie, you remember when we did that, 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 the thing, you remember that? And Lauren, <laughs> Lauren is like, Okay, let's go with that. <laughs> and that ended up being a huge thing. Oh, that's thing. the thing where he's like interviewing the famous people and he's like, Yeah, Paul McCartney. Oh, do, do you remember when you wrote that song? And they're like, Yeah, he's like, That was great, man. Oh, that was great. <laughs> that was just a pitch because he didn't know what to say and it ended up being one of the best things. So the way he delivered the pitch ended up being the pitch that they. <laughs> exactly how they would do it. Yeah, so that was hilarious. I just it thought was, it was a great character. That's a great skit. I know. That's awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? You remember when you said, remember? Oh, uh, that was good. Oh, that so was, that, me it was my, interesting. That, that was me on my birthday um, when the guitarist from Cold Chamber. Uh, so my birthday just passed. I'm there with my friend Matt. He's like, he's like, oh yeah, you don't have to pay for nothing. I got a stickers, blah, blah, blah. But there's a surprise. And during the last band, he has the guitarist come out and he's like, no, no, he, I'm sorry. During the, the last part of the concert, he's like, hey, we got to go. And I'm like, where are we going? Brings me to the sound booth and we're just standing there. And then Meigs from Cold Chamber comes out and I'm, I'm like fangirling. And he just, my friend walks up to me and he's like, Yo, just uh, just be cool. I know this guy personally. <laughs> and I'm like, cool, yeah, yeah. I was not cool. I was I was Chris <laughs> Farley. You know, remember when you played that dissident chord and it was like still groovy? Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> oh, dude, dude. On the ride home, I I I was we were laughing because I was giving myself chills, <laughs> just straight nice. chills. Like, I'm sorry, it wasn't cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> Walking into his dressing room and just using the bathroom immediately, and and, and that's walk hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he told me um, that he he had to go to the bathroom so bad, and he saw one finally, and he just dipped in. Not no pun yeah, intended. No pun. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, like didn't say anything, and then later on, that guy like, talked to, talk to his friends. Like, like that was my personal dressing room. Like, why did he just feel like he was comfortable enough to go in? There? <laughs> didn't even ask. I didn't even ask for it. Meanwhile, there was so much other stuff going on. It yeah. didn't even matter. No, no, no. Anything. I felt safe, but we can't talk. Yeah, 
<laughs> so, um, yeah, anyway, uh, that's a, not that we, we don't promote other podcasts, but that's, that's only because we don't talk about it usually, but like, I would listen to that podcast if I were you. It's, nice. it's a good one. I, I got uh, recommended another movie podcast. Uh, apparently, Chaz Palminteri has two podcasts. Oh, that'd be interesting. Uh, one, uh, like, I don't remember the names of them. I, I got like, you know, you got Italian friends and then you got Italian friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and he was telling me, uh, because on the day after I saw my dad at Chaz's restaurant, uh, he was like, oh, he's got these two podcasts and everything. One is mainly about um, uh, like him himself. And another one is him interviewing other people. And he, he was I, I, I thought he was going to rip my shirt off telling me how much he recommended it. And so I got to check it out. OK, did, did I tell you that I uh, I bumped into him? Where? In, in New York City. Why? Uh, we were out to dinner, like a, a couple that, that was older than us took us out. I think when we got engaged, it was either when we got engaged or we first got married and they took us out to this really nice restaurant. And as we're walking out, I accidentally bump into somebody and it's Chaz Palmateri next to him. Is, um, <laughs> Did he say uh, now, now you can't leave? <laughs> he just looked at you, right? He took, he, he whacked me over the head. Um, and uh, Joe Pantaleano. What? Right? Who is taller than you think? Really? Like, and Chaz is incredibly tall. Yeah. Like, he's like towering over me. But it Joe, was, Joe's, Joe usually plays characters that are meant to be, you know, diminutive in height. Yeah, he's, he's, I don't know, but he was taller than I am. Wow. Like, he was probably close to six foot. And it was just, so how it was very it? odd. Uh, he just said, that's okay. And just, and you know, he, kept he probably on, didn't want any more, like, don't look at me anymore. Yeah, kind of like, thing. he like, didn't want I'm you to bump here. and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. He's like, hey, you listen, mind your business. And you'd be like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, exactly. Put him in the so bathroom just, with a towel on his head. <laughs> <laughs> We've been mushed. <laughs> so, like, both of them. And then, but Joe gave me a look. <laughs> like, sorry, Mr. Pantaleano. <laughs> like, how dare I do this? I was talking to them and I just turned around and bumped into them. It's the same thing I did with, uh, never mind. doesn't matter. Right. Name dropping. But, <laughs> um, it was, it was, it was hilarious and so surreal because I'm like, how, I didn't realize you were that tall. Like in, in the matrix, I was pretty sure that you're like you oh, know, yeah. five foot, nothing. Five, nine. Know. It was funny. Maybe like my height, you know? Yeah. No, he was less. definitely tall. Yeah. Uh, he's taller. So, it, it's funny. It was funny. But anyway, so the one podcast, I'm hoping that it's not just him talking about Bronx tale all the time. Because I he does the the one man show. It's just like you can't do a whole podcast about that. So so <laughs> so Frank is going to see that show, and I realize how like how many years that show's been going on, and I love so I love a Bronx Tale. It was that, really good. It's it's amazing. Like you can throw that up on Italian New York movies for like like people will be talking about this after we're dead. You know, like right. that movie. It's amazing. Like if you haven't seen it, go see it. Right. But a one man show, like I, I'm not knocking the idea and I trust Chaz. But like, how do you do that? I haven't looked up anything on it. There's so many moving pieces in that movie. Yeah. Like, how do you get and that you need done? all those supporting actors to yeah. help you? You know, I mean, you had Robert De Niro in there. 
as the father. He wasn't the biggest part, but he was still a really good part. You had Joe Pesci, which you only saw twice in the whole movie. Book ended. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, you had big names and even the the kid that he ended up being on the Sopranos and I think he's mm-hmm. in jail now. But what? Um, yeah, he, he did You're some about stuff. to hear some keyboard clicking. Okay. Um, <laughs> He was really good in it too, and he was he was a no name at the time. But then, like I said, he ended up becoming on Sopranos and stuff. And uh, but yeah, you'll you'll find out he actually went to jail. Uh, Lilo Bracanto, uh, Bracato. You know, listen Bracciato. to me. I, you know you're pronouncing it right. If a meatball falls out your mouth, <laughs> it's okay, people. We're both Italian Americans. Yes, <laughs> we have Italian in our blood. All right, I, I, I not Italian Americans. I'm not going to start reading while we're recording, but like I okay, have to well, look into. No, I this. thought you wanted to be. You know, wow, improper. <laughs> what Did you see it though? As a peruge. <laughs> I see his mugshot. <laughs> yeah, no, he went to jail. Oh my god! Um, and I don't know what he did. I, I know it was a big deal though. I think it was a felony. So, um, anyway, it was a good movie. I don't see you doing the monologue for that long. It's got to get old. Also, the story's got to change. Well, I, I also, and I like, I'm going to say this as broadly as possible. Apparently, um, it wasn't like it, it might not have been intended to be a one man show, but he wasn't liking what he saw on stage. And sometimes it was like, all right, you know, you're fired. I'm going to do this. Yeah. You yeah. Think so? Oh, yeah. Or, I mean, or, or I know that? that for a fact, but I don't know. If it if if it came full fleshed, um, yeah. and then he just demolished it, or if he was pulling people off one by one, but sure. it's, it's it's hugely famous, hugely. Yeah, I mean, having been in his presence for just a few seconds, he definitely carries himself like that. You know, like he kind of commands the room. Mm. But anywho, um, so yeah, that's uh, I don't even know where we were. But uh, check that out. Oh, was no. I, I checked it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was a murder? Uh, no, no, no. That's the character he played got arrested for murder. Okay. okay. Um, uh, Yonkers. Oh, possession. Controlled oh, substance. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hey, you know, like. Was it a misdemeanor or a felony? Uh, probably felony because he went okay. to jail, jail. Okay. Um, no, I thought he did something serious or more serious than that. Yeah, no. Anyway, I'm sure he's out now. Uh, anyway. Where so did we go. we go? Like, what happened? I don't know. <laughs> we just started we talking. To, and it's like the, the rabbit trails. Wow, <laughs> and then more rabbit trails. And so anyway, uh, yeah. What did, did you see anything? Oh, yeah. I saw... A movie that I don't know how to feel about. Um, and obviously I, you don't know the name either because you're here. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I have to look it up because there was a documentary about it that I saw originally. And then there's a movie about it. Okay. And so the movie is called Beanie Bubble. Rachel and Beanie I bubble? watched it. Like a Beanie Baby Bubble? Yeah, Beanie Baby Bubble. Ooh, okay. I like that. That felt good off nice, the right? tongue. It, yeah. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so there's a really good documentary about the Beanie Babies that talks about like how this company was able to convince, um, like Americans to just go to their local CVS and just 
elbow deep the bins and buy it and try to spend ridiculous amounts of money it's fascinating it's it's a fascinating story about how they were able to do this and it and it's also a gross realistic representation of uh advertising marketing and and how that like controls people's lives there's a great scene in the documentary of people pouring out huge bins of beanie babies being like i thought this was gonna make me set for life and now all i could do is hand this to a kid or throw it in the trash (laughs) right um but the the thing I go back and forth. Okay, so I'll tell you right off the bat the thing I didn't like about the movie. That you watched it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing I didn't like about it was the acting. It it wasn't bad, but it wasn't for movies. The acting would be way more appropriate for a theater production. You know, like um, overexposed, over-exaggerated, where okay. when you're watching it on TV, you feel a little disrespected as an intelligent person. <laughs> the material doesn't correct say otherwise. But it also was it, like the pacing of the movie was really good. Like it's taking you okay. through a long thing, cutting the fat, um, uh, uh, getting to the the vein of the story. I like that. the The thing I liked was that. Ty, T-Y, you know, for Beanie Babies, you know, on the ear tag, it always have that heart-shaped uh, tag that said that. Yeah. He's a really unknown character and very not public. So it it was a really good choice to do a story. Instead of just all the business dealings, it really surrounds him. And it gives you a lot of creative freedom to find an actor, a personality, because there's not a lot of footage of him. He didn't do interviews. He didn't do anything like that. So you get to kind of be creative with it. So when we were loading up like our, you know, like research about that, I didn't realize it was Zach Galifianakis. Like he is lost on screen. Really? How old is this movie? It's new. It's on Apple TV Plus. Really? Uh, let's see. And how did you not notice it was him? Because, uh, dude, all right, look up uh, right now. Now you're clicking buttons. <laughs> look up Zach Galifianakis, uh, Beanie Bubble. Take a look at his face. You will not recognize him. Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> did you see his his special? From years ago. Oh yeah. Oh, the in front of the piano and everything. Yeah. No, he's genius stand up. Like one of the best I've seen. Yeah. Okay, so he's um twenty twenty three movie. Let's see. Uh, Look at a picture of him at uh, Beanie Bubble playing playing uh, Ty. Like, do you? I I didn't know anything. Rachel and I. Wow. Thank you. (laughs) Wait a minute. I didn't realize. I didn't realize until we started like this podcast because I was like, oh, I got to get my information. (laughs) No way. Yeah, dude. Dude, even when you stare at him, that's not him. He also doesn't like you can't find the stereotypical 
Zach Galifianakis that is the reason why they put him in movies in anything. There's no grudginess to it. There's no cringe. Like it was, it was like None he of did his stuff? great. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I mean seriously, it does not look like him no. at all. So even I, after looking 15 different pictures, I'm like, that's that's not him. It's a weird feeling to not know if I like this movie. Like it gives the information. The the ending kind of fell off a cliff, like where all of a sudden the credits are rolling. And I was like, oh, like, that's it. That might be attributed to me seeing the documentary and knowing knowing what happens. But it was a fun movie. I didn't stop it. We continued okay. to watch it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And Rachel liked it. Rachel, did you like that Beanie Baby movie? Sight. 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 Thanks, Rachel, for uh, contributing to the podcast in such a big way. It was entertaining. That's the thing. It was entertaining, but there's certain parts where you're wrestling with, like I said, it's for me personally, it was that theatrical acting on a film. I'm not a fan of that. It's definitely like it does. Like give you a prime example of why other countries hate us. It's crazies like <laughs> yes. that. You know, it's, you got it's, some kid it's eating dirt cookies before he reloads his AK forty seven, and as a child soldier, and then like he hears like, oh, I don't like people are buying <laughs> selling sacks of rice <laughs> for for thousands of dollars. It's insane. Like yeah. Can rip one of those up and feed a family yeah. in the night. Yo, so um, I wrote, I took notes. I can't find my notes ever anymore. I don't know where they are. I have this. Your background nope, looks like it. a serial killer house with toys. <laughs> Is it because of the, the, the hands the thing hands, right there? Yes. So I'm just imagining <laughs> notes and red string, like being like, can I saw this movie and this reminds me of this. <laughs> Uh, speaking of serial killers, we are going to be picking a judge today Ooh. for the biggest uh, last concession that sure are. Uh, you know so far. Um, but we'll do that later. That episode so could be the end of this podcast, depending on how it goes. Yeah, that's true. I will. You know how like a MacBook opens. Yeah. Depending on how this goes, I might close it the other way. <laughs> just, just like, <laughs> it's not a convertible laptop. What are you doing? You have no idea the dumb art. Oh, I can't even give you hints. Yeah. Me I mean, you. this was your idea, so you can't be that angry. And and you did give me a year, three chances. <laughs> and I gave you, you know? a year to be like, all right, that should be a good, you know, like after we've done a year to do this, as it's your favorite movie. I don't oh. you know who has to work harder for this though. Who? You. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. I could just I could just list off lines in the movies. I'm pulling so rabbits weird. out of a hat and you're like, that's a dog. No, it's that's a cat. <laughs> no, nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah, and oh, you know what? Before we even get into this, go. If if you pull anything <laughs> with Kevin Spacey. <laughs> And why you shouldn't like him? No, 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 you no. Can't. I, I would not you do can't. that. I would not because the rule state, it has to be what you see on screen. No art over the artist, you know, like nothing like that. It has to be the movie itself, like you're reading a book. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Speaking of, did you a side note, did you hear he got acquitted of all charges? Of course he did. 
just this last week when he quit stealing. <laughs> because of, um, probably because of uh, what, um, what do you call that? A statue of limitations. Yeah. And probably. I didn't, and I didn't read it. Yeah, probably. I, you know, that's a good thing. Let's, uh, uh PSA, yeah. we're not taking, we're not taking sides in this. Yeah, you got to pay for Patreon to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear opinions? <laughs> Real opinions? <laughs> oh, geez. Um, um, all right. So yeah, that's that's anyway. But 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 we should bookmark that. We we at some point at that time we should bring up those uh, that that resolution. Um, okay. Uh, but today. We're talking about some movies that we would want to see remade. Have we done this before? We did do it once. We we both gave each other a movie that we you made us watch, and then we had to like say if we would remake it or not. Mm. I did Thirteenth Warrior. Oh, that's right, man. That was a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, it was a long time ago. But now we we you chose you told me to choose two movies that I would do. Yes. Okay. How many do, do you, you want to I I do have two. I I know that there's more, but one of them is kind of a cheat and also very controversial. I think, and I'm gonna get hate for it. Mm. But one of them political hater could be done, no. or like like no, crap no, no, no. movie hate. No, I think it might be that's too popular. You can't do that. I'm, I'm now like like we would never ever say they should do a remake of Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. Like I would never say that. Just like I would have said, don't ever do Willy Wonka. And I, you know? I, as I've said, don't do Braveheart. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So there I are got movies you. I got that you. are yeah. are untouchables, and this one of these movies might be an untouchable for people. But for me, I'm like, I think it needs to be done. I'll tell you my theme for my two okay. is okay. old enough, and and valid enough today. Okay. All right. Do you want to give me one of yours first? Yeah. I want. Okay. My big hitter is Soylent Green. Okay. Have you ever seen it? I have not. Uh, um, we talked. You talked about. You told me about this. I touched on not, it. Not what you're going to talk about right now, but that I have to see it. Yes. Uh, have I ever talked about it on the podcast? Not on the podcast. Okay. I think you and I talked about it. Uh, Bare Bones, a movie about. A dystopian future, air quotes, where there's no middle class. It's, you know, lower class and upper class. And and the, the people that are in the lower class don't get access to actual food. No, no vegetables, no pro, meat, nothing. They're fed water and they're fed soylent green or soylent chips and they're right. it's like it's like doritos that are supposed to keep you alive we might have talked about this in last week's episode. we might have but i think it's so poignant to today with you know uh, a lot of countries uh approving um synthetic meat yeah. where they're growing chicken growing beef everything like that um societal structures government corruption but it was so long ago that the movie was made in 1973 that i i I think that 
they could do it again. And, and, and it wouldn't be like a, it wouldn't be one of those, Oh, you're doing another this or you're rebooting, you know, this, this famous thing. Yeah. I think it would have a really great grasp on, on the public where they're like, Oh, Soylent Green remake. I've never heard of it. And then looking back on it and coming in to see it. There's been tons of movies about the development of, uh, the nuclear bomb Oppenheimer's kicking it, you know? Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, so I, I would love to see a soil and green remake Two of the most impactful scenes for me was this guy that's on the lower class buddies working for the government as a cop and then trying to walk three stories up to his apartment, but everybody, everybody's homeless. So every square inch of the stairs and every, he's got to step around people trying to fall asleep on the stairs. Um, and there's a great scene in there where he's able to uh, abscond with an actual piece of steak, an actual bottle of wine and a spoon mm. that has the remnants of jelly on it, like jam. Yeah. And he brings it to, a guy that's old enough to remember real food as a kid and and they're just crying eating because it's so delicious and and oh ah. so so with that mm -hmm. is there anyone that you could see being put in the film or or anyone that you would see either writing or directing that film so it was originally uh uh char or how do you pronounce it charleston heston Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston. My cool dead hands. <laughs> um, you'd probably need to get an actor politically aligned. And I know that this is very close to our last podcast. You, you'd probably get a Mel Gibson in that spot. <laughs> or Mel Gibson as the old guy. Um, yeah, that makes more sense. But I would think I, I would want the main character who's just, you know, uh, biting the bullet and being the cop and uh, uh, uttering um, the status quo. I'd like a comedian. Um, okay. I, I'd like a I'd like somebody that's known for being funny. That's put in a serious situation. I'd probably go. Ooh, that No, that was a bad one. We get canceled for that. Um <laughs> 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 i'd probably go i think i know you're talking who do you know is it red hair no no no, no, no. just go with what you want to go <laughs> i i like like i i think like a, a a comedic actor uh would be great in that but but it would have to be serious you know how like when robin williams would do serious Amazing roles job. and and you would still be in your seat because even though you weren't expecting such a lack of comedic relief, you were, you know, like held by the jaw of yeah. what they were doing on stage. So it's hard to pick a comedian, but I would want it to be a comedian in the, in the forefront. Okay. Cool. That's good. Yeah. I like that. All right. My first is the movie Alexander. Alexander. Yeah, so it, it was originally, it was in the 90s, I think, or early 2000s. No, early 2000s um, with Colin Farrell. Oh, my guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was 2004. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I, I like Colin Farrell. We've said that before. Yeah, I like great. him now more than, than then, than that time period. <laughs> but uh, 
Um, Ooh, that I just didn't. Cast. <laughs> you never saw it? I've never seen it. Wow, that's very surprising. Only because it's right up your alley. Wow. Um, it was okay, but it wasn't great. I think that it could be better. Okay. And I think that they could do it in a way that is more kind of like Gladiator than than what it was. I think it was, I don't think it was Ridley Scott. I think it was something. But I, I think that it was kind of, it wasn't as good as it could be. Oliver Stone it, directed it. Oliver Stone. Yeah. Maybe put Ridley Scott there instead. Wait, well, no, I, I doubt we got the same cast, different director. No, 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 no. I'm saying the oh. remake that I would do. Do oh, Ridley Scott. Oh, okay. <laughs> or, or if you want to make it really different, do David Fincher. That would be amazing. What's the movie about? Alexander the Great. Oh, okay. So I like, I like period pieces like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I love Gladiator and, and, and movies like that. Mm-hmm. I, Kingdom of Heaven was a really good movie. Very political. Um, so I don't agree with all the story, but I do. I did like the film. Um, I would do something like that. It, it's just uh, exciting. You know, I like, I like kind of things. It, there's just not enough known about Alexander the Great to uh, do anything too close to a story, but I would like to see somebody else's uh, take on that. Cause it's only been done like at least once um, that I know of maybe long ago, they did something with Alexander the Great, but I'm not, I'm not sure. Man, I, I have to see this movie. 155 million budget. 167 yeah. uh box office yeah it didn't do great no but it was expensive it was an expensive film especially for the time so you and, would do uh, a ridley scott or you would do a um david I, I, i'm leaning more it. towards david fincher on this one for darkness because, yeah i think you're bringing more dark um because of the time period and stuff like mm-hmm. that i think that would be more fitting greece was on its major campaign led by alexander and you know it's going through north africa and europe and asia i, I think that that would be a fun movie to see mm. a good remake if i were to put somebody in that role of alexander the great there's do you ever see baby driver i haven't um okay. i got talked movie. out of it you got talked out of mm-hmm. it why i got what were the reasons so I wanted to see it because of how much I heard the music is well timed with the movie, and that's kind yep. of like a like a pulse, you know that that you got sure. going through it. So it, it it brings you through. Um, I got talked out of it because of a comedian that was talking about the main character having tinnitus, <laughs> and, and um, it, it, like he made the movie seem childish. And then it turned the other two people off from it. Okay. So um, I'm not so yes, saying I won't see it, but but like I remember wanting to see it and 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 being like, no, I'm not gonna. Okay. The main character does have tinnitus, which is why yes. he's listening to music all the time. Mm-hmm. You would like this film. Okay. It, the the soundtrack is amazing. Soundtrack is amazing. John Hamm is great. Uh, the kid that's actually the baby driver in reference, um, mm-hmm. Ansel Elgort. If you look him up, I think he would make a really great uh, cast for Alexander the Great. Mm. He's a good actor. And I don't think he's been in too many things either. So it wouldn't be like, oh, yeah. It wouldn't be like, oh, we got Timothy Chalamet for it. Like, yeah, okay. That's, of course, what you're going to pick. But uh, anyway, I think this would be a smarter choice. And he kind of looks kind of looks Mediterranean. Yeah, I see him yeah. now. Yeah, for sure. Be great. Yeah, because he also does, his looks don't aren't too, like... To Hollywood, although Alexander Great supposedly was like in 
uh, a good looking guy and he was very young when he took over. So I think that would be a good cast. Mm -hmm. Your second one. I would like to see a movie that I've never seen remade. And that doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, it does. <laughs> All right. So I got, I got to do a shout out to another uh, person. Um, Start with a C. No, it doesn't. We haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> yeah. Yet. So that person shouldn't think right now that they're being shouted out because they haven't been <laughs> shouted out. Keep your belt on. <laughs> um, there's a, a dude that has a YouTube channel called Fat Electrician. And what he does is he puts up, he used to do really short, like 13 minute videos that gave you so much information on um, American military, you know, very pro American military, you know, um, stories and everything like that. And I saw one yesterday. And apparently it's linked to an old movie. It was inspired. Uh, the, the real story is inspired, but it's not truly depicted in the way that it was actually happening for a super famous movie that I know you know the name of, The Dirty Dozen. Okay. You've heard that movie, right? Of course. I've seen The Dirty Dozen. You've seen it. Yo, you yeah. got some good Donald, Donald Sutherland. Oh, man. It's even got Telly Savalas. Oh, I'm sorry. So I I heard the real story that it was inspired by that is inspired by okay for the uh, the where is it the filthy thirteen is what they were called and Interesting. it was this insubordinate um, soldier named Jack McNasty McNeese McNasty was what they ended up later calling him um, but he was a soldier that w enlisted. And he was well-educated and was there, you know, to, to do as much damage to the Germans as possible. His story is fascinating. And one of the big things was apparently uh, he heard that Germany was lousy with lice. And so he shaved his head into a mohawk, but they painted wow. their faces black as a dirty 13. So he, he was a soldier that was so bad but so insubordinate that everybody in it like that trained with him got an automatic promotion to private first class so because they knew that most of the missions they would go on was suicide you know like you're going to the world war ii front lines but he didn't and that was his punishment because they were like, well, we can't fire him because I'm sure he could do a lot of bad good. Yeah. And so what they did was they're like, all right, you're going to remain private and we're going to we're going to make you the only member of your own platoon. And anytime they had insubordinate people around, they would just assign them to his platoon and then he would sharpen their blades. You know what I mean? Like he would he, yeah. he'd be like, oh, we're not here to have fun. I mean, no, no, we are here. To, he was a drunk. Like a lot of times, like it was just stories of him going through buildings and be like, where's the, the whiskey, you know? <laughs> but they they ended up he had a part. I can't remember the uh, American Indian tribe that he had connection to. 
but he ended up they all painted their faces uh, faces black and then he walked up to a plane that had a safety strip so you knew it was a friendly uh painted on the side and he wiped his fingers off and started painting all of his soldiers like Af- uh uh not african uh, uh, american indian war paint oh cool and survived like suicide missions like you wouldn't believe really super fascinating story interesting um so you would make that now yeah i think it would be great now because i think that the original version is of you know like commanding officer that is a little bit rough around the edges like a clint eastwood that ends up you know they they have to work around him like that, but he does good. I think this one would be a great and and uh, fat electrician says like antihero story, like okay. he's an antihero, like he's doing good, but he's doing bad to do good, like Deadpool sure. and 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 so on and so forth. But I would love to see that. That'd be cool. Yeah, I would. I would say you could even put Clint Eastwood as a director in that one. Mm. Oh, he would. Oh, he would dominate directing that movie. We got to yeah. get this in quick because, you know, the clocks. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's hey, we not, love you, but uh, clocks are ticking, my guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's looking more and more like a skeleton. Um, yeah, no. So what would you do with that? What, what would you have behind that? I, I have a vision of more of a, it's going to be rated R, a violent and crude version of that. You could probably even have, uh, what's his name from Deadpool? Who played Deadpool? Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. You could probably have him do it, and then have him be less funny and more serious yeah. funny, which he, he can do. He can do, but he he's not known for that. So you no. throw Ryan Reynolds in that suit, being stone cold, you know, like thousand yard stare, and and getting these things done. I'm I'm telling you, look up uh, look up Fat Electrician on that story. It's fascinating. Okay. And then when he said it was that movie, I'm like, I heard of that movie. I never watched it. I knew it, uh, it had uh, um, Sutherland in there, but I would love to see that redone. I think it would do justice to to his um, his so many funny stories about him gauging whether he would accept suicide missions or not, nice. and being like. Well, the war should be over, but because I, in order to do this mission, I would have to go to this school, and this school is this far away. And by the time I'm done with my training, I, 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 the war should be over. And not to mention, they have better liquor and food, and it's a college, so I can live like a college boy. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. And then he goes there, and then they're like, "You're be, yeah, the mission's happening now." And he's like, "Oh, well, but the the war's supposed to be over." <laughs> that's funny yeah and he survived he's got hysterical interviews if you look up his uh interviews as an old man (laughs) that's great yeah all right it's about time we start grinding some gears am i right yeah so it was a long and arduous task but we had to look through so many i i only did one movie oh you only did one wait we talked about several no, we didn't. No, we've been recording. You talked about two. Been recording for an hour. You brought up two. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, what's your second movie? <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I said I had one that's probably controversial. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Probably get hate for. Let's so, go. 
I think, and this hasn't been done enough, um, I think what we should do is, um, have you heard of Toy Story? <laughs> Wait, say it again? <laughs> Toy Story? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. You've got a friend. But do a live it. action version of that. Or, mm-hmm. or Wally. I think we can do that one. Well, now you're getting into Monsters it. Inc. We could probably do that. Whoa, you're blowing my mind right now, dude. <laughs> okay. So obviously that's not what I'm picking. Um, that's a good subject, though, to do CGI famous movies because that technology was big at the time. And what would you? All right, that's well, another would you episode. Live I got to shut right, that's up. That's another time. That's another time. That's another time. And, <laughs> and to do it in a way, to do it in a way that isn't using green screen, that would be amazing. Okay. <laughs> Um, we chop their knees off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here it is. This is this is what I'm thinking. What do you got? Because when you when you think back on it and see what they've done to it, it's kind of egregious, and it's kind of like I want to see it better. Okay. Okay. So it's a series of movies. Okay, I thought you were gonna say Schindler's List. All right, go on. Oh, jeez. <laughs> 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 it was just too dark. I didn't like, I didn't like it. I thought they could use more CGI. <laughs> I think more green screen, please. Um, geez, that was Sorry, that's terrible. I knocked you off your stool. <laughs> no, no, no. That was a good knockoff, though. It's. I mean, we're probably gonna get some hate for that. Um, and I needed that. You can hate Indi- if you want to. <laughs> you can leave your friends behind. <laughs> okay, this one actually just came out with a uh, one of their sequels. And um, I didn't see it. Okay. The last of it. And it's the final one, hopefully. But I think that we should just start from the beginning and scrap everything. Indiana Jones. <sighs> the first if you think one, about the it. First, I, so, sometimes I get them confused. So the first one doesn't have to do with the Ark of the Covenant, right? That is the Ark of Covenant. It is the Ark of the Covenant. Okay, so I have the the first one right. That's the best one. Yeah, it's the best best one. one. It's the greatest one. It is. I think you could redo that. (sighs) I think you could redo that and do it differently. Same time period? Yeah. Okay. Same time period. I think just rebooting it. So you're just rebooting it. I'm rebooting it. Yes. I think, and and this was brought up in a TV show. Big Bang Theory brought this up. Mm Mm-hmm. Indiana Jones or Dr. Jones had no important part played in the Nazis getting to the Ark of the Covenant. Either way, they would have reached the Ark of the Covenant and they would have ended up at Mm. the very same spot that they ended up at the very end. Indiana Jones had nothing to do with it. Right. He was looking, but, but he was looking for it at the same time. And so it was was more, so he didn't contribute to them. He, he was just in the parallel if anything, yeah. he just delayed the the inevitable. Yeah, he just got in their way every once in a while while getting ahead and made and made it entertaining. Yes, it was an entertaining film. Yeah, it's a great but, film. But he had nothing to do with the actual. Like he didn't stop them. Nope. They ended up getting it. They ended up opening it. They ended up all dying. He didn't stop anything, Close and that eyes. wasn't him that killed them. I think you have still Raiders of the Lost Ark, but you have it more that Indiana Jones is the one that did it. And it was a race to who could get to it first. Mm. And instead of them all like dying from it, you know, I, I'm not pro Nazis. Let's just get that out there. Um, they end up, you know, you know, clear your throat, say it again, just so that we can continue. <laughs> we don't want any. I disavow <laughs> <laughs> <all> Nazis. <laughs> um, so 
and I've never been accused of that, so I don't. I'm hoping that that doesn't. <laughs> that felt weird. It felt weird having to say that. It does. It does feel very weird. This is a, a film comedy podcast. Um, so I would I would say have it a race to it. Um, you could do it in any any different sort of ways. It doesn't. I don't. I don't want to see like all the the things that he had to go through. I want to see a completely different story, and it's still him him beating the Nazis and. Mm-hmm. And ends up, you know, not even ending where all the Nazis die from the Ark of the Covenant. Mm. Maybe he just completely takes out the Third Reich in in the process of getting the Ark, you know. <sighs> but even then, like even even then, the Nazi regime is still very prominent in the third one. You know, Hitler is still in charge in the third mm-hmm. one. So, like, I'm not saying it has to be historically accurate in that sense, and it doesn't have to be Nazis that he's going against. I think it's it's more of a Finding these hidden treasures, right? Finding the Holy Grail in the third one. Um, Temple of Doom. You don't need Temple of Doom. There's really no you reason Watch your for mouth. It. Everybody rides on <laughs> Temple of Doom. I love Temple of Doom. Okay. Kalima, Temple of Doom is good. Shock the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Temple of Doom is good. I think you can do something else if you needed to. Kingdom of Crystal and Skull. The Crystal Skull. Though, though... Those are actual things, like the crystal skulls are actual mm-hmm. like things that have been made. And Dan Aykroyd, if you talk to, if you yeah, to he has some of the crazy stuff he talks about. On it. <laughs> exactly. If you listen to some of that stuff, then there were crystal skulls are actually real. I, it was a terrible movie though. And then this last one got so much hate and so much like, why are we doing this? I I, I can't I can't put an opinion on on the last one. I haven't seen it, and I, it, I'm it, actually I want to see it. Sure. Well, you're going to see it. It's not like you actually want. Do you actually want to? I want. I mean, like, dude, we grew up with Indiana Jones. Like, yeah, I know. That's that's the thing. That's why I watched and, Crystal Skull. I didn't like it after oh, I yeah, saw no. it, but totally I had true. to watch it. Totally right. Yeah. But I heard this was worse. So I'm not. I'm not looking forward to it. I will see it. I'm not like, oh, I have to go see this. Yeah. And neither was I with Crystal Skull either mm-hmm. at first. Although I did like Shia LaBeouf. So I did want to see that. And I was hoping that that would be a passing of the torch because I could see Shia LaBeouf actually taking up that mantle at the time. Mm-hmm. Now I don't see that. Um, if anybody taking up that mantle, you got to go. I guess you go, you know, you know, it'd be great. River Phoenix. Like, <laughs> yes, from the, yes. From Posthumously. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, River, Phoenix. River Phoenix. I'm like, I don't know what you realize you've just called on <laughs> i don't know the consequences of raising yeah. an actor from the dead he would have been a great great indiana jones well and and um, and, and so oh god i'm having a stroke <laughs> i told you harrison ford and i don't don't say another word i know it's embarrassing that i couldn't think of it it's okay but would you throw harrison ford as sean connery's part and then enlist somebody in the beginning or would you completely recast no he's he's too far he's far too old he'd just be a skeleton by the time this came out yeah so was sean connery yeah no he's always looked good i oh, still have some Starner. strength to you know <laughs> yeah, if, exactly you know yeah i wouldn't hit a woman with a closed hand it would you know but you know sometimes you gotta let them know that barbara i Walters mean so they tried to send off well. you know in crystal skull they tried to send off i I don't know if they make reference to it in this one. Maybe they're trying to, to pass it off to somebody in this one. I don't know. I didn't see it. I did read something, but I, I don't know what if it was true or not. Um, I, I would just, listen, there were a couple of really good ones, and then there were really terrible ones. But if you but look at everything, is... it's so much fun. It really is. 
But if you look at it, Indiana Jones as a character has really nothing to do with anything in the movies. Like he doesn't change history with any no. of the stuff. So you can no, he you just could puts completely it in a museum. It. <laughs> That's it. Yes, yeah, That's exactly. You could completely change the story, add a whole new That's true. series of things. I I'm I'm still go with like relics like the Holy Grail and and um and uh, the Ark of the Covenant if you want to. That's fine. But there are so many things that you could choose from too. I think that's fun. I think you can have have this series, make it fun with a newer cast and a younger cast at first, and and not anger too many people in the process. However, that's probably not true because I think no, if somebody if I had get read this heard over this like if, mug, <laughs> if I if I had read this or heard this said back when um, Last Crusade was coming out, I would have been like, no, you gotta you gotta hang that person, you know. But I think now, after two big bombs, I think so, I think yeah. that this could no. Could that's happen. a good one. That's a really good choice. Now the third one is with the Holy Grail. Am I correct? That's the Holy Grail with Sean Connery. Yeah. You know what I would love to see in your movie doing the Last Crusade? What I would love to, because both of them have the Nazis in it. And I know you said yes. it doesn't have to be the Nazis. It's all sure. inconsequential, and you're absolutely right. But if it did have the Nazis, I'd want a callback scene. So they're going after the the Ark of the Covenant. Remember that scene in the third one where he ends up coming face to face with Hitler during a book burning? Yeah. And Hitler looks down, sees the book, and just assumes that this officer wants an autograph? Yeah. I would love that scene to happen again. But Hitler takes the book and throws it in the fire, and and the like all the clues that he had gotten is now in this book burning, <laughs> and he can't do crap about it because he's like disguised and, and looking to, you know, keep his mission going on. Has to figure out a whole new way and use the clues of the people that he's trying to outrun. There you I go. think that would That's be a good. great twist where it's like, oh crap. <laughs> like, mm, thank you. Hey, how did it go? Done. He threw the book in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> or if it was done by Tarantino, as soon as he like signed the book and like handed it back, he would like walk past him just a tiny bit and then like accidentally like trip and nudge him into the fire. <laughs> nudge him into the fire. <laughs> Which does change history. <laughs> Which does change history. That would be funny. It's all because of that woman's feet. <laughs> Ooh, oh geez. I like yeah. that. I, I didn't I didn't expect you to come to the table with a Spielberg giant. Oh yeah, and I would I would take Spielberg out. Um, oh, of course you have to. You have to. Yeah. Because there's no way he's going to allow that to happen. Yeah. You have you know? no. Who would you get? And, and George Lucas. Get? Forget George Lucas. No. Take George Lucas I don't out. Want either out. one of those. Like, I'm, I love the 90s and I love them for what they did. Like, I love them for what they did. But if we're talking like a little difference in a reboot, I want a different take, even if it was funnier, you know, yeah. like anything. And it did have a slapstick kind of yeah. thing. It did. At, at I, times. Hate I mean, snakes. <laughs> the, the, the sword fight. Ended with a pistol shot. I mean, and that was that was ad-lib by by Harrison Ford. You know, like you know why? They had some really good stuff. Cause he didn't want to do it. No, do you know why? Yeah, I thought it's because he wasn't gonna Everybody on set fight. was sick because they were in that area eating the food. All oh. like their staff <laughs> and everything had diarrhea. They they, oh, sure they, they were so 
sick. So when you see him pouring sweat, yes, he didn't want to do it, but he didn't want to do it because he was so sick. And so just <laughs> took out the gun with the blank and did it. Oh. Which was a great scene a great and very scene. memorable. Yes. Fantastic. I Look, I'm not taking away the fact that the first two, first three films were very good. I'm, I'm impartial towards the second one. I take it or leave it. Honestly, I like, I like some of the scenes in the beginning and stuff like that. And, and then in between, I think, or short round. Okay. You wouldn't have short round if you didn't have the second one. I, mean, I love short round. He was great. I loved short round. It was so uncomfortable watching him see Harrison Ford recently. Oh, that was, that was sweet. <laughs> it was sweet, but it was like, yeah. All right, go on. And, I, and I good for him to win an Academy Award. Oh, of you know, course, dude. Yeah. No. And so it, people, if you take anything from this, um, Dips hates him and I'm, I'm a big fan. So congratulations. And I'm proud of you. He acted Dips like is, is he not. acted when he saw Harrison Ford. He acted like if I saw Harrison Ford. Like, yeah, that's, that's how humble and sweet know, guy is. It's sweet, but he did it. It's hilarious. And I felt that's great. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that's what I would do. I don't know who I would put in the, the lead role for that. I mean, you could do Tom Holland, but I, I think that's just overplayed. And, I, and you can't and do, you can't done. do Tom Holland because he did um, the movie version of Uncharted. Uncharted. Not, and he, yeah, yeah. he did all right on uh, and Uncharted. It okay. was a fun movie. I, I enjoyed the movie, and I, I and that, love that. Really, the game. is just kind of another vari- variation of Indiana yeah. Jones, honestly, I think I think you gotta I think you gotta find somebody find a no name around. No, man, it doesn't have to be a no name, which it could be. There have been plenty of people that found like from Australian soap operas and stuff like that. Seriously, like, find someone from Australia. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There are people that have been soap operas out in Australia or in or Canada and stuff like that. I would take Australia though. I think an Australian would probably be a good person mm. to this. You know, even even keep them with their accent. Yeah, it, it, like you said, it has it's inconsequential. Like his yeah. his characters, like his upbringing, anything is inconsequential as long as you just say his dad was a treasure hunter. He's a right. treasure hunter. That's it. It doesn't matter right. where they come from. Yeah, and you can even keep that that lineage was like under question and stuff like that, only because like they were seemed to be quacks and stuff at, at times because no one believed what they believed. If you you can even do that. If you change the character, I think it would be good to not have an American professor as the character, and more of a person in that section of the world. Um like in the middle east um or even russian like i would like to to see that because you can change anything about that i would like to see that where it's somebody yeah. more traditional and 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 less book smart but or or less financially educated and more this is a tradition and my family's been doing this i don't know i'm yeah. i'm just pissing on your parade <laughs> no, no no you're not you're not i i think that that's that's valid. I would uh I would actually like to see this. I don't know who I would pick to to direct something like this though. Honestly, I think it would be uh it would have to see see how the writing comes out. Mm. That's a brave might, choice. Still might get hate for that. Yeah, cuz one of the characteristics of my choices were nobody would care and it would still be good. You're you're riding the the roulette wheel on yeah. There's going to be some people that care a little more than they should this late at night. (laughs) I think we're just small enough that it's not going to hurt us. Oh, yeah. For now. For now. We're not small. We're big. 
No, it's I know that. I said just small enough. We're not too big to <laughs> fail, but we're, you know. We're just the right size for you people. Yeah. So um, with that, um, we're going to go ahead and get this uh, other thing going. Okay. Find out who won this competition. All right, let me pull it up here. Hold on. You know, I didn't look. I haven't looked in the last couple of weeks. I, I don't even know how many people we Dude, have. Dude, I mean, last time I checked, I, I had to, I, it was too late. I had to work in the morning and I couldn't, you know, I was like, I, I got to go to bed at some point and think of this. So what I did was I created a macro on my computer that would, you know, pull all of the things. And I used chat GPT uh, in nice. order to figure out which ones would be the right selection. So I narrowed it down to 4,326 people so that we could okay. save some time. Okay, nice. Um, okay. I mean, I was kind of hoping for more than 5,000, but you know. Well, that's that's cut down. That's that's oh, that's okay. shaved so down. You, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. No, there was cool, way cool, cool, cool. more. Cool, there was cool, cool, way cool, more. Cool, cool, cool. Luckily, our fa- uh, <laughs> Facebook, our Instagram pages get a lot of hits. Um, a lot of hits. Okay, hold on one second. You ready to Thank choose? You to, shout out to all you people. Oh, all you people. Oh, my Thank gosh. You. And, and, you know, go easy on our DMs because we're having a hard time. I'm getting carpal tunnel trying to get yeah, this with I'm going to have to stop at this point, you know, it, especially all the hate. Mm. Ease, ease up a little bit. I will say, Mom, you're not included in one of those because uh, you're my mom and you had to. Re- uh, I, I, I do appreciate the fact that you recused yourself from service due to <laughs> conflict. And of our interest. wives are not in there either. Just no, so for no, some no. of you people are like, oh, this is going to be biased. So that's 4,323. Okay. Okay. Hey Siri, pick a number between one and four thousand three hundred and twenty-three. A random number between one and four thousand three hundred twenty-three is one hundred twenty-two. One twenty-two. One twenty-two. That's a lucky number. That is a low number too. It's a low number, and it's a very significant number in my life. Interesting. Uh, and that turns that turns out to be our boy Will. Will, you Will. lucky son of a gun out of 4,232 <laughs> names. Wow. Oh, my God. How did you do it? Now, I've only heard of Will. I haven't. I All I know is that he's probably not going to vote for me regardless. <laughs> That's all I know about Will. No, dude. He's Please. He's not going to side with me. Why not? I, I've Because I've thrown too much shade at Disney. Oh, that don't, that don't matter. <laughs> that don't matter. No, no, because even though him and I know each other, uh, like he, he's definitely, you know, willing to, to, to challenge my thoughts. And that's one of the things okay. I love about Will is that I you saw, can say Will. something and he'll, he'll, he'll give you a really damn good reason. Okay. So Will, I, I did see side note, um, that you were in Colorado recently. Um, I used to spend a lot of time in Colorado, I'm not trying to sway the boat, but my wife and I went there on our honeymoon and went there on an anniversary at one point. And, uh, it's a good place. I saw some of the pictures that you put on uh, Instagram. Good stuff. <laughs> and I love. Again, I love. Not trying to sway anything. I, I love his uh, application. I think I should be the judge for seven movie. I love how he wrote seven yeah. correct and then wrote seven movie <laughs> because I have seen the prior six movies as well. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a great guy! <laughs> no, dude, that's 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 some guy. That's a guy that's got bench time. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yep. He served. We're talking. Oh, yeah. Listen, you keep this up. You got Supreme Court on the Four Wheels podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to this, Will. Congratulations. Yes. Man, he he won the uh, 
our last year's summer bowl yep, too. He did. He's got a lucky. Uh, He's got a lucky, lucky streak streak. there. Or, yeah, not the cigarette. He's got a lucky streak. That's all. <laughs> He's got a lucky cigarette. <laughs> ah, lucky strike. Lucky strike. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. All right. So that is going to happen. We're going to have to get in touch with Will and first of all, let him know uh, if he didn't hear about it over the podcast. And then, um, which I think he listens to every episode, then we're going to have to figure out uh, a time that we can all record. Yeah, that'll so be quick. That'll be quick. Some Sometime in August, that will be out. That's something we've been looking forward to since before we started the podcast. So here we go. Good luck, Dips. I don't need luck. Luck is for rabbits. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to defend this as best I can, and we'll 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 sign off with this. Now you can't leave. Azul, put the patient.